This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skyviews Extra podcast, which is kindly sponsored by Shortland Horn, Coventry's leading estate agents. My name's Tom Ward and I'm joined this evening by David. All right, Tom. Evening, mate. And I'm also joined by Andy. Evening, Tom, mate. Even chaps, uh, a pivotal week for the Sky Blues saw them travel to Rotherham on Thursday in a relegation six-pointer. The lads put in a terrific performance, came away with a vital win. This was followed up on Sunday with another three points against Barnsley and a giant step towards safety. As usual, we'll look back at all the action and we'll also be looking ahead to the Stoke and Preston fixtures. So yeah, cheers for joining me, chaps. Um, Dave, how are you feeling after those two? Yeah, looking forward to discussing the um, the two fixes we've had. Fantastic, isn't it? And just not even a relief. I think it's just been really nice, especially in the last two games, to show what we all kind of knew this season, that when we play at that really high tempo and when we're completely at it, you know, we're more than a match for any team in this this league. And that that's what I was really glad to see. And I just think that it's a shame, really, that if we played with that intensity all season, I know it's very difficult, but we probably wouldn't be in the predicament we thought we were in um, before the Rotherham game. Yeah, exactly. You know, it definitely definitely feels like a bit of a, a bit of breathing space now, doesn't it, Andy? Very much so. I echo all that what Dave says, really. Um, put the nail on the head, really. Um Two pivotal games, six points, um, back-to-back wins for the first time this season, mm. uh, back-to-back clean sheets as well. Um, couldn't have gone any better, could it, really, lads? And mm. um, I think we can start maybe finishing the, the season maybe with a couple more wins and maybe, you know, look up instead of down. Yeah, exactly. It just goes to show you, like, those back-to-back wins, what a difference mm. it makes, doesn't it, getting six points Huge. in a week? Because we've not yes. done it all season. It's just been a bit, you know, we, we'd, we'd have a win and then we'd get mm. a bit excited and then, you know, we'd go and lose a couple and it's just all been a bit stop-start, hasn't it? But yeah. it sort of comes together at the right time a little bit, hasn't it? 
Yeah, it has. Um, I think mainly because of injuries and lack of form in certain people. But yeah, back-to-back wins in this league is huge. And uh, we've certainly peaked at the right time, haven't we, Tom? Yeah, we absolutely have. Um, let's look into the Rotherham game, first of all. Um, obviously, that, that big old game on Thursday up at Rotherham. Um, what were the match stats like, Andy? Yeah, a little bit surprising um, regarding possession. Um, we had 44% possession and... Um, and we had 263 total passes compared to their 327. And I think this has been a change of attitude by Robbins. I think he's told the lads to go a little bit more direct because no one's telling me that Rotherham are a better football inside than us. They're not, are they? Um, but I think Robbins has changed changed tax a little bit. I think he's told the players to go a little bit more direct. Also, I think he's told the defenders to pack playing from the back and you know, clear the lines more more often than what they used to as well. So, yeah, possession-wise, um, they had the better of it. Um, but <laughs> look at the shots on target, um, Tom. 12 shots compared to their four. So, yeah. and also 33% shot accuracy as well. So, it just shows sometimes if you're a little bit more cuter, a little bit more direct, no, you know, not playing from the back so much, you know, we had a lot more shots than we normally do if we were more possession-based. So, I think he's changed his tact the last couple of games. I don't think he wants to do that all the time, Tom. I think mm. um, he's done it because of the situation <laughs> we're in, um, and it needs needs must. So, um, so I was quite happy to see that, and and to have twelve shots on goal in such a pivotal big game is is outstanding, Tom. So regarding defensively, fourteen fouls compared to their sixteen. Eight tackles compared to their nine, and we won more aerial duels than them, and that was probably probably all lost to God. Fifty-two yeah, yeah. percent compared, fifty-two percent compared to their forty-eight percent. Tom, yeah, Ostergaard Airways in full flow, wasn't it? Too, too right. Ostergaard, to yeah. uh, we'll get on to talk about um, his involvement as well later on. Um, obviously, the lineups. Um, good to see Dom Hyam back in the fold. Obviously, he was out for a, for a few games. Um, obviously, there was the right wing back position, which you know caused much debate on the podcast. Um, we obviously discussed whether Hamer would be put in that position, but um, Robin's opted for DeCosta, which you know was an interesting one. I think the real eyebrow raiser was was Wilson coming in for Morosi, which I don't think too many people were expecting, Dave, and possibly a bit of a surprise. Yeah, I mean, starting with that one, that was the biggest surprise of all, wasn't it? It just felt in such a <coughs> huge game, felt like a big decision, um, mm. and I'm not, you know, not entirely sure really still why why it happened. Um, I'm not sure if Robbins perhaps fancies Wilson a bit more airily and we knew that they were going to be, you know, pumping balls into the box. Um, great to see Hyam because I think, you know, he, he's made a really good step up this season into the championship. Yeah, as has everyone um, in the team, there's been a few mistakes along the way. But when you're making such a big jump in, in, a, in a class of football, you, you expect that. But I still think, you know, when, when you look at what we had, um, Hyam is is just you know head and shoulders above you know the lads like Pasca of course who wouldn't have been able to play as well um, and of course you know Jordan Thompson who finished the the previous game so it was nice to see that someone back him with a bit of experience and and, and it you know it really showed um, De Costa I think was maybe a pace a pace one um, mm. and perhaps you know knew, knowing that we'd be able to break I think Robbins wanted to try and break at times and he knew that De Costa had that pace and you know he showed a lot this this season that he can get down the line and get a cross in so I think and I think he's done that probably more than perhaps Eccles uh, and therefore that's why I think he went with, with him 
Yeah. And we started the game very quickly, barely a minute in, and uh, Liam Kelly almost scored goal of the season, Andy. Yeah, that was a, a cracking strike, wasn't it? Um, brilliant, even better save, wasn't it? It was yeah, a fantastic save. save by the little bearded keeper. Um, <laughs> he was just getting on my tits all game, he was. But anyway, um, he just seemed to pull save after save out of first half. He was really annoying me. But um, but no, what what a what a what a start to the game, and it showed our intention and our intent to the game, didn't it? And, yeah. It just really showed that we were really on it and really up for it. And a cracking strike by Kelly. What what technique that was. Yeah. Um, beautiful. I think that would have been goal of the season if that would have gone in. Um, but no, cracking start by the lads and uh, showed our intent to Rotherham, didn't it, early doors? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, we were right at it. We're creating lots of chances and we should have scored again, really. There's obviously the O'Hare effort saved by their keeper, as, as Andy was saying, he was all over it. Um, and then Gordon's effort, which on reflection he'd probably be a bit disappointed about Dave um, that one that went over the bar yeah I mean the O'Hare the O'Hare chance was probably even though the keeper got out to him you know quickly that was probably the I would say probably as as, as a good a chance as Godden's um, it, it's interesting to know how you can't hear how loud because Walker was absolutely screaming and I don't I, I've ne- certainly never met a striker that's going to pass the ball in inside the 18 yard box and I'm I'm still I'm sure I'll go a long time before I do but he you know he was kind of wide open and Godden tried to get it out his feet and sort of snatched it and yeah you know perhaps you know he showed this weekend that he was like really unselfish and I think perhaps if if the, the you know the shout from Walker he would have had a tap in you know and it, it's easy to say that when you look back on a on a replay but yeah you know perhaps you, you think how much did he scream at him um, enough to did he you know did he scream enough at him to get it because I think Gordon will be disappointed but it, again keeper was like making a nuisance of himself mm. it was quite difficult it was under <clears> his feet he was trying to rush it so yeah I you know it, I think on the night a lot of people thought it was a, an easy chance but looking back I think it was you know, it's pretty difficult. yeah didn't have didn't have much time to, to think yeah. about it did he um Rotherham didn't create a huge amount in that first half but they did have our nerves jangling with that effort off the post Andy didn't they Mm-hmm. Yeah, decent, decent, decent effort by Wing. Um, I think he's on loan from Middlesbrough, isn't he? Um, yeah. And it was a decent effort, and he's got that in his locker. Um, I don't think it was a cross. I think he went for goal, and um, mm. it was a cracking effort by the lad, to be fair. And and he was unlucky not to score. Um, but that's all they did all first half. Um, I yeah. think they were just totally shell shocked of how we played. I yeah. don't think I don't think they could match our intensity. Um, I don't think they could match our quality. I don't think they could match our uh, our direct play. And um, I just think we caught them totally by surprise. Um, and I think to, on the other flip side of it, I think that shot you know surprised us because we were in yeah. so much control and and we were nearly one nil down. And um, so luckily the post came to our our aid and uh, we got away with one. Yeah, exactly. It reminded me a little bit of the Knox County. Um, playoff first half the away leg day yeah, yeah. in that sort of, in the way that we sort of it was such a big game and we sort of went out and you know t- attacked them early on it, it just felt a bit like that that game it just goes to show how Robbins is good at those those big occasions isn't he yeah he gets them right I mean he sh- I'm sure him and AD would have really got the team up for it but like Andy said there they just come out absolutely tearing and uh, yeah. that's what you want to see I think I think that put a lot of people's, you know, who are watching nerves at ease a little bit, knowing that, yeah, the the, the Coventry City that we needed to turn up tonight has has turned up, um, and that energy and that press and, 
yeah, the intensity of the play was just was just there, and it was too much for Rotherham. They they were just completely bowled over, like Andy says, shell shocked really. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was you know that effort from Rotherham. Like I say, we we not they're not really got in our half, and it was it was ours for the taking. It just felt like it, you know I think the players showed a little bit that they were just was it going to be one of those nights you know with, with the early chances you, you kind of feel like you've got to put them away but we were just yeah far too much rather in the in, in the open exchanges and they were just they couldn't couldn't deal with us and and everyone was doing their bit you know everyone was was, was um it wasn't just one or two players everyone had that same you know intent so yeah fantastic yeah. and another good save from their keeper from from the walker chance andy i wonder if we'll uh Wonder if we'll be having a look at their keeper for next season. He's he seems to be a decent player. Yeah, yeah. No, you can't say anything because we had a fantastic game, didn't he? Um, whether he does that week in week out, I doubt it. But <laughs> true. Just because our lucky turned into Superman that day. Sky uh, yeah, yeah. They were. Um, but no, he had a good game, and a lot of people were, were saying, "Oh, Walker should have buried that." But yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was a decent header, to be honest. It really was. The keep the keeper made a great save you know people were saying I think the strike Andy Hinchcliffe said he should have gone down into the ground but no because it would have gone down into the ground the keeper would have even probably made an even easier save so um, I thought it was a good header and he was unlucky to score um, he really used his neck muscles to get yeah, power on it so you can tell that the ball was sort of like dollied in the air it wasn't mm-hmm. it's only that he didn't mm-hmm. just get a glancing header on it it wasn't like much mm-hmm. pace he had to really sort of you know um, put his neck muscles into it, and I think that's what what I thought, Andy, from that is because yeah. he because he put so much effort, and you could see that it, it obviously didn't have much momentum, and it was always going to be difficult. And it was yeah, it was the right height for for, yeah. for it was. I think it was a good good instinctive effort and a good effort on goal, and it's, it was nice to see Walker doing that. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I, I totally yeah. agree. And Dave, talk us through the goal, and uh, more importantly, the celebration. Yeah, I mean, I was just. This is, you know, everyone. This is too close. Probably wish it was a. It had gone out for a corner. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it seemed one of them that just seemed too close. What are we going to muster up from here? But yeah, I mean, we were we were a fawn in in Rotherham's side all evening, really, from the long throws and corners. It, you know, as we we talked before the game that they were a massive team, and actually we we stood up to them in the air, and we really caused them a lot of issues. Um, and just yeah, what a leap, what a goal fantastic um and yeah the celebration it doesn't get much better than that does it it was um tom bayliss-esque i think is the (laughs) the way of saying it but it was just it just shows i think how much it means to him in Mm. in how much this season's meant to him and you know you've got to put yourself in his shoes he's a player that's probably been you know moved on from brighton to get some some um, time and and away, but also with contract talks up in the air, he's not really sure what's going on in his future. So every time he goes out and does something like that, he's proven to a lot of people that he's you know he should be in their their thoughts. And and I think a lot of that came out in that again, you know, just where he's had such a fantastic season, but capping that off with with a goal and yeah, another you know good good assault on the uh, uh, corner flag. Yeah, probably probably made it a tad harder for us to sign him, though. They're the only downside, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, look, it's always going to be hard for us to sign a Premiership player, isn't it? Yeah, uh, regardless. So, um, you know, Robbins will be looking at the markets that he looked at in in Holland and Scotland and and things like that to try and you know 
get a bit of a, a gem, I suppose, a diamond in the rough. And it, I don't think Ostergaard wasn't on anyone's radars. But yeah, like you say, he's not done himself any uh, no favor. You know, he's not done any. Can't even get me words out, but you know what I mean. He's he's put himself in the shop, hasn't he? A, a shop yeah, exactly. there with 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 his performances this season, and and obviously showing that he can score as well. Yeah, exactly. We made some substitutions in the second half. One of those was Jokeres who came on. Um, what have you made of his work rate, Andy? Because I think he's been quite an effective player in the last couple of games, hasn't he? Yeah, it's been great. Uh, got a decent goal against Bristol City. Hmm. Always seems to make an impact when he comes on. Um, either in the air, his work rate, hard running. Um, no, I've been impressed with him. And um, he's kind of player. I'd like to see more of him if I'm being honest, but maybe we'll see him a little bit more of him towards the end of the season. Uh, maybe start a game. I don't think he's done too much wrong since he's been here. Um, and every time he's come on, I've been quite impressed with him. So um, yeah. he's an interesting one because obviously, you know, he's, he's a Brian as well, isn't he, Tom? Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Is. yeah. So it'd be yeah. quite yeah. interesting to see what Robbins does with him. Maybe he'll go back. I don't know. But yeah, every time I've seen him from the bench, he, he, he works hard. He, he's got a bit of quality about him, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, fourth official decided to add on six minutes. Um, surely he was bantering the whole of Coventry there, Dave. With that, I don't know where he got decision. that from. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like you say, a broken watch is right twice a day, and it and it seemed to be on that occasion like it was just don't know where he got it from. But it it you know it was never going to be anything less than five, was it? Because that's just. Coventry City yeah. and that's that's what they do Sky. to us so yes yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it was uh that was tough wasn't it but just what a relief when the when the final whistle went yeah absolutely it was certainly uh yeah a nice sound um in terms of man of the match chaps um who who, who would you pick Andy uh Sam McCallum um I thought he was outstanding um and I think he's really picked up recently he's really come to the mark when he, he's been needed most. Um, I think he's had an indifferent season like a lot of people. Um, and that's no fault of his own. It's because he's not used to the championship. Um, but I think when we needed him most, he's come up trumps and he, he was outstanding. And, you know, that run that got us the, the, the free kick for the goal was yeah. brilliant. And um, mm. for me, Sam McCallum has really stepped up. Yeah. He's a funny one as well, isn't he, in terms of what happened mm. in the summer, really? Because well, obviously Norwich, Norwich are going up, aren't they? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, yeah. he's... He's not I, ready I for the Premier League him, yet. I could see him being loaned out again. And I, you know, I, I, I think they alluded on Sky. I mean, Sky. I, I did actually think about doing a Sky Blues extra bingo card for, for when we play <laughs> on Sky because it's just like Hamer, first million pound player since Freddie Eastwood. Tick. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Sam McCallum, they mentioned he was on loan from Norwich about four yeah. times in that game. Yeah. Did you know we're going back to the Rico as well? And we're oh, going yeah. back to the Rico. So <laughs> yes. maybe before the season's out, we're ready. I think we've only got Stoke, haven't we, on, on Sky? I can't remember. But yeah, there'd definitely be calls for a, a, a Sky Sports Country City bingo card and you'd tick them all off, you know. And if it was a drinking game, you'd be you'd miss the second half because they just <laughs> they tot them out like every single, every five minutes because they really haven't got much more to talk about but I think it would be interesting I, I I I think we could finish the league you know probably just below mid-table or even where we are now and and we've shown I I think that you know we bring on young players and I, I don't know I could see him coming back a, a third time I, I I really could I mean who knows we're not sure what will happen and maybe they'll want the depth but you know it's uh it, it's an odd one but 
I, I could see him coming back yeah. again. I couldn't see why not. I can't see any other teams that he'd go to that would be that much different unless mm. the top half of the table, which are challenging, and I'm not sure those mm. players will be relying that much on loans. You know, Yeah, good bit of business by the club, really. And it just goes yeah. to show that, you know, selling selling a player at the right time is so important, isn't it? As much yeah. as you, you know, you, you can, you know, let someone let someone go on and they might, you know, performances might dip, you know, it might be sometimes a better idea to sell them when they're, when they're doing well. Yeah, no. And he, you know, he's, he's shown no signs, you know, it's, it's sort of sitting on his laurels as he this season. And like Andy said, it's been indifferent, but I think the whole squad, like Andy said, has been indifferent. There's been games that have just passed people by and that's happened to Sam. But I think in the big, big occasions, you know, when he's needed to, he's, he's been, you know, spot on. You, you look at that goal, I think it was Reading, wasn't it? On Sky, you look yeah. at, you know, some of the, some of the chances he's created. So, yeah, I think yeah he's had a really solid season, and I think we'd be be lucky really to to get him back again next season because you know where you are with him, you know, and that's the most important thing. Robbins will will know what what he's going to get out of him. Whereas when you go into the market again into the loan, you don't always know what type of player you're going to get in return. Yeah, yeah. Robbins, yeah. Robbins would have him back straight away, wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, oh well, yeah. And also, you know. Because we're going to be, you know, pushing for promotion next late year, lads. We, why wouldn't he come and join us? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Robbins right. loves Sam, though. Doesn't he? he does. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of his favorite. He sits next to him on the bus and all kinds. Of, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Dave, who's your man of the match? Yeah. Again, I think McCallum played really, 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 really well. Matty James, I think I just mention him every week. He's just such a. He's just such a good player. He's such a talent, and um, yeah. But I think obviously Ostergaard. You know, he was defensively brilliant um, in the first half, causing issues, and and obviously to get that goal, um, I think you know it'd be upset. It would be sad if it, it'd be upset, probably if if he didn't get man of the match. So uh, yeah, I think Ostergaard is 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 the one for me. Right. And the other thing I was going to mention was obviously the uh, Andy Turner video, which mm. um, we posted on Skyview's Extra earlier today. Um, interesting comments from him, Andy, um, mm. on his conversation with Mark Robbins and kind of how relaxed he was before the game. It kind of goes back to what we were saying. He's proven himself as a, a sort of big, big occasion, big game manager, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, brilliant video that was. Real good insight, wasn't it, um, by Andy? And um, yeah, um, kind of really with Robbins, he, <laughs> I always find with Mark is that he always seems to get a result when he needs it. And he always seems to be like you just said, he seems to be that big game manager. Um because if we would have lost against Rotherham, it would have been wouldn't bear thinking about, would it? So right. he seems to get results at the right time, Mark does. And um, do you think that you know? Mm. Because we hear a lot, don't we? About um, we, Twitter is rife, isn't it, with him <laughs> trotting out the same excuses every week? The lads done this, they did that. You yeah. know, I'm not saying anyone's going to slate them, but there's been occasions, isn't there, this season where he has done that it feels a bit like at the right time, like, you know, so he's always protected his players and he's always looked after them. But then we hear, of course, you know, if you're not up for it, lads, let me know and and I'll pick someone else. And he does that at pivotal times. I think he's a very, very good man manager, of course, you know, um, that sounds sound stupid saying I've not played under him. You know, we, we don't know, we don't know <laughs> Mark from a playing point of view, but um, it sounds to me, Andy, that he's a really, like he's a really good man manager and and you need that because you need everyone working towards the same common goal, don't you? Yeah, you do. Well, you could tell what the, what the players think of him by their reaction at the final whistle. 
Did you see yeah. Ostergaard go straight yeah. over to him? You know, yeah. that just tells you all what they think of him. Um, they all play for him. They all respect him. You have to remember, he was a brilliant, he was a good player as well. You know, played for Manchester United. Yeah. Yeah. You know, good play for Norwich. He was a good striker. And, and people, you know, at the end of the day, respect him for that. And I think they respect him as a manager. His coaching team is second to none. His scouting team is obviously, as we all know, they get gems from all over the place. Um, but with Robbins, he always seems to, in big games, like Tom said earlier, he always seems to get the right result, doesn't he? And and he's always calm, collective with it. And I wouldn't have anyone over Mark Robbins. I think, I think he's absolutely fantastic. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. We're now going to look back at the 2-0 win over Barnsley at St Andrews on Sunday. Goals from Dom Hyam and Matty Godden scored a vital three points for the Sky Blues and a really big step towards safety. Uh, Andy, what were the match stats like for this one? Very similar to the Rotherham game, Tom. Um, we surrendered a lot of possession, but we had a lot more attacking threat. Um, we had 307 passes compared to their 458, and we only had 39% of the possession. Um, but again, we had 14 shots compared to their seven. So again, we surrendered a lot more possession to them. We let them have the ball more. But when we had the ball, we went direct. We went with intent, with intensity. And Barnsley, like Rotherham, couldn't live with us. And we made a lot more attacking shots on goal. Um, regarding defensively, again, similar, really. 11 interceptions versus their eight. 11 tackles compared to their 14. And we won 76 duels compared to 77 of their. So defensively, very similar. But no, um, in an attacking sense, we were, we were very potent. But they had more of the ball, Tom. Yeah, right at it again. Um, in terms of the lineups, obviously Max was back in the side, which was good to see. Um, O'Hare was rested for Hamer, which, which seemed to make a lot of sense and seemed to work out well for us, Dave. Yeah, definitely. I think, first of all, Hamer was just chomping at the bit to get on. Uh, I think, you know, it, yeah, a little bit of a dip in some of his performances, but I think when he came on, Against Rotherham, that's right, isn't it? That he sort of controlled the. Is, am I right in thinking that? Gone mad. Yeah. But um, yeah, 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 he, yeah. he sort of like took the pressure off for me. I thought that was a really key substitution. And um, it, it, because it, at the time when we really just needed to keep the ball and stop chucking it down their throat, he was the one that had that calm. He's he doesn't care and he he'll, he'll pick a pass wherever. And I think that was that was key. Um, so it's great to see him see him come back in. And Max the same. You know he he's done a superb job for us mm. this season. And I think it would have been really tough for Godden to probably do um, two games on the spin so close together. Um, you know, whilst he's probably still still probably not completely back from from that uh, foot injury. So. Yeah, great to see Max up up there, and um, you know, had had a had a really good game. Yeah, he battled well, didn't he, Max? Mm. Yeah, and a brilliant start from Sky Blues again, and another early goal. Seems like we always score early at St Andrews, um, but this time from an unlikely source, Andy. This was a this was a lovely finish, wasn't it? Brilliant finish from Hyam. Yeah, fantastic. I thought it was Tyler Walker, but it wasn't. It was Dom Hyam. Did a Clive? Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, I did, mate. Yeah, um, but no, great, quick thinking by Hamer uh, with the with the uh, throwing um, to Max. But he was brilliant, Max, all game with his hold up play, strength, hard running, um, and he laid it off and Hyam hit it on a sweet half volley into the uh, into the back of the net. No, no saving that. It was good to see the um, 
the goal can from the, how good that strike was. Mm. And uh, I think the keeper got his fingertips to it, but he couldn't keep it out, could he? So fantastic by a centre-half and another centre-half scoring, Tom. It's uh, it's getting a bit yeah. of a trend, mate. Who needs a striker? We don't, do we? Yeah. <laughs> no. Just, just throw, um, just get big uh, Sam McCallum's um, big long throw in, and just put the lads mm. up. We'll be fine. I think Ostergaard would play up front if he could, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you Costa, me. Costa would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, Barnsley, a little bit disappointing, really. I suppose, obviously, to you know, which worked for us, but they didn't offer a huge amount in that first half, and it just felt like we were in control, Dave. Yeah, I, I suppose it's very odd for a team chasing promotion, but. But then, you know, in playoffs, but then I just think our tails are up so much at the mm. moment that we were just, you know, we, they're, they're not, they were not coming up against the normal, you know, normal Coventry City team that's been, you know, playing majority of the games. They, they come at one that was just totally re, you know, revigorated. And yeah, I just, I just think we were, again, a bit like Rotherham too much for them and, and you know, we did feel like we can. You never felt like you were in doubt. You know, because and because that press was there. When someone got it out wide, they're out to them. James and Kelly were just so tenacious in the tackle mm. in the middle of the park, and they just they just didn't have a moment's peace really. And uh, you know, when there's so much pressure, we spoke about this riding on it for them as well. That sometimes they you know they'll go away and they they might just think you know it's just not not our day whatever they were trying to do they were just not and they did give us some scares but i think it was just one of those where they just really felt up against it and they didn't have we didn't give them time to play um whereas mm. i'm sure at this level they've they've had a lot of chances to play this this um thing and they've probably been playing with a lot of relax recently but now the pressure's on isn't it for them to get into that that playoffs yeah well, they've built themselves a four-point gap, haven't they? So they probably feel like they've kind of done most of the job now and, you know, they probably only need, you know, one or, well, I don't know, two or three more yeah. wins or something to secure it. So, you know, maybe maybe the pressure's off a little bit on them and I don't know, but yeah. They're getting ready for the, the, the uh, playoff showdown, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, we did have a few chances to increase the lead and probably could have been ahead at half-time really, Andy, couldn't we? Yeah, mainly from McCallum's long throw, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it's causing havoc. He, he kept on launching it in. Um, I think uh, Ostergaard had a header and Hyam had a, a chance as well, which he could have had. He could have had two, couldn't he, Dom? Um, yeah. But it all came from McCallum's direct um, long throw, and that's been quite a good arsenal for us over the last two games. And it, it's, it's causing quite a lot of havoc for their defences. They don't seem to deal with it very well, do they? So I always remember when I used to play in goal and you know play at a level, and I always used to hate the long throw. They used to cause havoc, and they do cause more havoc than you think. Um, but no, that's been a good weapon from Sam. And um, yeah, we could have easily been two or three nil up by half time, Tom. Yeah, exactly. Remember when Stoke used to do it, and oh, teams would nightmare. teams would get out for a corner, wouldn't they? Yeah, rather, people are so scared of it. Yeah, it's yeah. a good weapon to have. No, definitely. I just don't know why he doesn't take the right hand side ones. Too much running. Can't be asked. Yeah, I know. Out, I get that. Out position, out position, but you know, for mm. corners and stuff, they, they 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 do a similar. But hey, I don't know. I just think you know, if it's that if it's that prolific from the left hand side, why not? Go and do it on the right hand side. Swap, you know, swap Rory, the wing backs every time we get it, a throw. Who, who was it? Was it Rory Delap? I don't know. What. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rory. You know, yeah, he yeah. used to take it from from left back position sometimes, and he, you know, he, did, yeah. he, he yeah. took everything. You know, it was like Beckham on free kicks, but for, <laughs> for throwing. So. Aaron Gunnison used to him as well, didn't he? Yeah, yes, yeah. he did. He was yeah. good at them. Yeah, yeah, he was. But I think you know, if you've got that, you've got to utilize it because after one or two, they start to think. They start to really think about 
you know, putting it out for a throw in and 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 you know, rather than try and clear lines, I, th- I think it's definitely a tool that we we need to just keep keep using. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, Connor Chaplin, familiar face for them, but he came off at half time, didn't really get into the game much, Dave, in that first half, and they obviously swapped him over for the big man Carlton Morris instead um, to try and go for it a bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, no one in a Barnsley shirt really did anything of, of worth today in the first half and maybe they just felt that keeping the ball on the deck and trying to work it wasn't gonna wasn't gonna work and, and therefore they wanted to go a bit more direct. I mean in the end they did neither really, but um yeah, it it was it's you know, it's always I mean it's it's kind of chaplain good lad for us, but you know, good good fair you don't want it you know you don't want to score do we so um it was glad, glad to see because he can pop up with a goal can't he yeah. he's a bit of a t- he's a bit tough in the box you know he's he's got tricky feet and when he gets into those positions we've seen it all too many times so yeah to keep him at bay i think you know the defense is solid solid all afternoon yeah um your Chris came on again for the skybies and yeah had a really good game again and battled hard and got himself in some good positions andy yeah, yeah, he did. He did again. Um, bit of pace. He is a bit of a pace, strong, stretches. They played quite a high line, didn't they, Barnsley? Yeah. Um, so it allowed him to get in behind. And yeah, he um, he did really well. Um, and he, he nearly set up Godden at the end, didn't he, as well? So um, he got in a couple of times. And uh, no, that was a decent substitution by Robbins and, and another good performance by Vic. Yeah. A really good stop by Wilson from a tight angle to keep us in the game, mm-hmm. Dave. Yeah, I mean, we didn't speak about the, the, you know, the pressure that he put on Barnsley. I think just as the whistle blew for the first half, um, he rushed out to a striker, balls at his feet, and it and it went wide. Um, yeah. Not sure if he made a save or if he, but you know, he did enough yeah. to put him off, and that was a really, you know, really instinctive. And then this one, yeah, it was a it was a tight angle, and it was for all the the um, you know Barnsley player to do. But yeah, got down well, got it to safe, you know, got it out for a corner. I think got it out for safety. So. All you can ask, isn't it? Really, he, he, you know, he didn't have a lot to do um, all game, so it's even more important that someone's as sharp as that when when they are called into action. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then Super Matty Godden came on to to seal it for us. Andy, I've watched this goal back, and it's just yeah. just fantastic. I mean, the run is just perfect. He even tries to play it across to to Vic, doesn't manage it, gets blocked, and then he just curls into the corner anyway. It's just it's just yeah. a delightful goal, isn't it? Can we just talk about his touch? <laughs> just wow. Just yeah, like from Callow Hair, like punted it up in the air. And that touch, just to bring it down, I was just like watching that. I thought, wow, just like yeah. killed it. Dead. And the timing of the run as well. Oh, just beautiful. It just showed wasn't glimpses, it? didn't it, of what we've yeah, seen. What and, and I think that's, you know, that was for me Andy like we just mm. you just know that once we get him fully fit and get him yeah. back he's always going to have that in his locker you know yeah. and 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 like yeah. you'll go on to talk about the instinctive finish is the up is the other part of his game isn't it mm-hmm. where he just knows where the goal is he, yeah, does. he does it reminded yeah. me of the goal he scored against Sunderland actually at St Andrews as well just a you know when the ball sort of ricochets and goes mm-hmm. dead you just there's no other yeah. play you'd want there other than the Matty yeah. Gordon in that, yeah. do you know what I mean those sort of goals yeah. yeah. Now nah, he knows that he's he's an instinctive striker. He's he knows where the goal is. He's got a really great technique, and you know I think he's just been struggling, and as it must be frustrating for him, really knowing that there's a bit of weight on his shoulders, knowing that he's he wants to help out the team. You know, we we spoke to him, didn't we, on the podcast, and you can tell how much it means to him to help out the team, and mm. um, I think it just it's just 
going to be a level of fitness and he and I'm I'm sure he'd probably admit himself that he's probably not quite there yet it's you know it's been the quick return a couple of different times stop start season yeah. but when you've got that natural talent you know everyone can get fit and do the running mm. if that makes sense in the downtime now that that perhaps he'll have in the the close season that's that's fine anyone can do that and get fit what not not everyone can can instinctively finish and, and be a natural goal scorer like he is and when you combine those two together i think it's going to be a, a scary thought and i think i said to you tom if he stays fit i think he's a 15 a goal you know 15 a season bagsman mate that's just yeah what he is mm-hmm. you know because he knows where the goal is and i i think a lot of the chances we've had this season perhaps if they're to foul to him as a fully fit Matt Gordon I think we would probably wouldn't have been talking about the Rotherham game the way that we were yeah yeah completely completely agree with that and yeah how sweet was the sound of that final whistle Andy a brilliant three points isn't it absolutely massive yeah huge um I think this result keeps us in the division Tom um I do not because I, I think we've got enough points because I don't think we do I think we need 50 um but I just think the momentum it gives us into the next few games, we're not going to not pick up any no points, are we, now? So the way we're playing, I just think, you know, I think we can get a draw at Stoke and I think we, you know, we can beat Preston at home. I just think no one will want to come and play us at the minute because the way we're playing at the minute, we've got a nice settled team um, yeah. at the minute. You know, we've got leaders in the team, we're playing with intensity, we've got with people making um, impacts off the bench. We just yeah, got we've got that going. rotation. Haven't yeah. We? That seems to be really good now. Mm. And I think that you're right. And it's almost good that the games are coming thick and fast definitely. still. Uh, because we're, we're in the driving seat. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think, can't, I think. can't wait for the next one, lads. <laughs> yeah, which is not... We couldn't have said that. We haven't said that that much this season, have we, lads? Bloody hell, it's been... Oh, gritty dreading the yeah. this really. time yeah, this time last week some people on Twitter were saying I'm not going to watch the game because I'm too nervous <laughs> well, they, wanted, they wanted Robins out yeah so yeah. what, what difference a go. week makes eh? it shows you doesn't it yeah um, man of the match traps Andy Dom Hyam um, not just for his fantastic goal but I've been quite critical of Dom this season um, because I think some of his displays have been indifferent I rate him as a player. I think he's got a lot to offer. Um, but I think he's just been getting used to the level. Um, and he's had some different displays. And But when fair's fair, and um, I thought he was excellent yesterday, you know, he had the most shots free up free, which is the most of anyone on our team. And also, more importantly, he did the dirty work. He got a, he had eight clearances, which was the uh, second best of our team. And he uh, had a who scored rating of 8.43, so which is very high. So fair play to Dom. Um, I thought he was excellent. Nice. We love a who scored rating, don't we, lads? Oh, yeah, of course. 8.4. <laughs> 8.43, Dave. That's, that's high. Wow. I might yeah. have to just... I mean, I was going to... Yeah, I was going to say Matty James for my match. Yeah. <laughs> As per, but um, if you've got nothing to back it up with, Dave, then don't bother. Eight four three. I don't think you yeah. can can argue with that. I mean, yeah, that Hyam had an absolute fantastic game. I'm just, I'm just, you know, uh, probably one of the founding members of the Matty James Club. You know, the Appreciation <laughs> Society. He's just. It's just another level for me, and I just I just think how much he's brought the other players on, and um, we talk about leaders on the pitch, and 
I think he's he's been fantastic. But you know, who am I to argue with who scored dot com? So yeah, Dom Hyam then uh, eight point four three. You've been you've had your mind changed, Dave. So Dave, you've moved from Matty Godden to Dom Hyam now, have you? To as your favourite Matty James. So sorry to Matty James, sorry. Yeah, I mean, you know, Gordon's <laughs> been out. Gordon's been out, hasn't he? He's been out of, he hasn't been able to uh, steal my heart this season. So, oh. um, but no, I, I just think that we we need to do everything we can to sign that that guy at the end of the season. Mm. Brilliant, isn't he? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, what do you reckon then, Dave? Another another three points to absolutely secure it, or are you pretty content now? Yeah, I mean, the pressure's on. It was always in our own hands and the pressure's really on a couple of other teams now. You know, Rotherham... Derby are right in it now, aren't they? Yeah, D- Derby, Ro- Rotherham, they still got carrying those games in hand, but they're not... They're, they're not, not showing any signs. They're not showing any signs of picking up points, are they? And uh, I think really, you know, you'd look... They they would have really had to have got and let's not know that that Wickham game that killed them you know that you know they'll look back now that Wickham game must have you know that's a really well, really poor result to, to lose to Wickham us and Birmingham I mean it's, yeah. you know their fans will be saying if if we don't get points out of those three then we don't deserve to stay out we we'd say the same if it was if it was us in that position yeah you know and that's that's kind of killed them off a bit hasn't it so yeah you'd like to think you know you'd like to think we're safe. Um, you know, we've got Stoke um, and Preston, which I know we're going to go and talk about. So, yeah, I think there's points in those games and I, I think it will just run its natural cause. I mean, you've got teams coming back to us. You know, you've got teams like Preston and and, and, and Blackburn and that, come, you know, sort of coming back to, to, to us. So, I think, like Andy said at the start of the podcast, it's, you know, we're looking up rather than down now. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Sky Blues travelled to Stoke on Wednesday in the reverse fixture at St Andrews. There was nothing to choose between the teams on Boxing Day and a nil-nil draw. And the second game this week sees the Sky Blues host Preston at St Andrews. The lads will definitely be out for revenge in this one, having fallen to a 2-0 defeat in the reverse fixture back in December. Um, feel like we can enjoy these games a bit more, Andy? Yeah, definitely. Um, and also because they're they're not in really great form, are they? Both Stoke and Preston aren't in particularly great form. Um, I think they played each other on Saturday, or was it Sunday? I think it was Saturday. They drew nil nil with each other, didn't they? So yeah, um, yeah, um, definitely the way we're playing. If I was Robbins, I'd just say more of the same, please, lads. Um, just go out how you have been playing, and and we'll pick up points. Um, but Stoke's always difficult, isn't it? The Britannia. Um, yeah. It's always a difficult game to go to, but I'll take a point there and a win against Preston, wouldn't you? Yeah, happy days. Definitely yeah, take that. Um, um, yeah. Look, looking ahead to the games, Dave, do you think the approach will change at all, given the fact we feel a bit safer, or do you think Robbins will just be sort of fully focused on the job in hand? I think he'll um, be, one, fully focused in the job in hand, and two, you know, you can't drop the players that have been putting in the performances. Yeah. So it's very difficult for him. He's he's kind of got to play them. But I think he will do that squad rotation. Um, so, you know, you might see Godden start this one um, against Stoke, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but maybe he'll drop out against Preston. So I think he's going to save legs where he can. And, he, and he's, you know, he's got the, he's sort of weirdly sort of, you know, fell upon this sort of sweet spot that he had last season with 
Walsh and, and Westbrook and, and others and Allen, where they, they sort of interlinked and Shipley, they changed round. And yeah. he's kind of got that a bit with, with the O'Hare and, and, and Hamer now. And I think he can, can sort of move them about a bit. So, yeah, it looks like he's got a bit of a squad rotation, especially with the strikers as well, Max and Jokeres and, and Godden. So he's got a bit to play with, I think. And I think he'll probably keep the teams very similar to what he's done and just, you know, rotate those that we've mentioned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, do you think he'll tell them to play with a bit of freedom away at Stoke, Andy? Yeah, I think they'll be a bit more relaxed. Um, the last two games have been high-pressured, haven't they, Tom? Um, yeah. Almost must-win kind of kind of games. So, yeah, I think they can. Um, but, I don't, I, you know, I, I listened to um, Dom Hyams' interview and Robin's interview after the game against... Uh, Barnsley and they're, um, they're, they were both asked, you know, do you think it's done? And they were both answered, said no, emphatically. And yeah. um, and they, I think they know that they could do with another win just to, to make it. And I think they'll be, um, I think they can play with a little more freedom than they have done um, recently. But I'd just say, like I said earlier, I think just more of the same of what we're doing, just come out yeah. of the blocks, plenty of ratting and just get straight into them and yeah, just play with high intensity yeah. because with Kelly and J-Mo, playing the way they are, the way they're dictating games in the centre of midfield. I just can't see us I just can't see us losing many games, Tom, if I'm being honest. Mm. Especially teams who've got haven't got much to play for. You well, know, yeah, if you've got a team the, right in your face from the start, there isn't a crowd in there. Yeah. You're not going to really stretch yourself, are you? you no. Nah. No. Nah. Stoke are booking, booking the flights, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so no, they're, they're not if we could play with that intensity, they won't want to know. Trust me. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Obviously, there's ceiling safety. Another incentive, really, is to a chance of finishing above those sort of teams, especially Preston. I think we're only a couple of points mm-hmm. off them. I think, you know, given the golf and the budgets, and we've talked a lot about teams like that being very established in the league, it'd be nice to finish above teams like Preston, wouldn't it, Dave? Yeah, no idea. And, um, po- you know, answers on a postcode, uh, postcard, but postcode. <laughs> but, you know, it'd be interesting to know what the difference is between the, the, the spots because you're playing for money at the end of the day. Every you know league position that you can get above, we know that it's, there's more incentive to finish as high as possible. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, Robbins might have been, we've been talking about safety, but I'm sure, you know, Body Robbins and, and the board are talking about what, you know, what that extra spot is actually worth to us. In, in I think, you know, I think it's the even split in the championship, to be fair. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I, I was more talking about just in terms of the fact Preston are a well-established team, to finish above would be a great achievement. But Yeah, sure. And, and also um, just to finish in that, you know, not just not in yeah. a scrap and not looking like you've, you know, yeah. sort of by the skin of your teeth and to make it comfortable, absolutely. But I wasn't I wasn't aware of that. So if that's, yeah. that's the case, then um, that's a bit rubbish, really. I've opinion. got a feeling it's an... Even, I think what it's, it's an is, awful it's an, way to run a competition. Um, well, I think it's an, it's an even split between the teams, but... Um, then you obviously get the per game ones as well. So if you're doing well at the top, you probably get more TV games on TV anyway. Um, yeah, supposedly fair. is how it works out. Like Leeds used to always rake it in and stuff, but but yeah, who knows? I don't know. Well, look, if you do, let us know. Hashtag Skybrews Extra Podcast, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll have a look because I'd be intrigued to know. But yeah, Preston. Funny enough, actually started to pick up a few points. You know, beating Swansea, which was. Um, out of blue in a draw against Norwich so yeah. you know they were in sort of free you know free fall really um, yeah, yeah. a couple of weeks back but 
they they've obviously started to pick up a little bit but um yeah i definitely think we we can um get some results yeah, from yeah they've had a quite incentive. quite a poor second half of the season haven't they because when we played them at christmas they looked quite decent and they were i can't remember if they were sort of mid-table pushing towards perhaps playoffs but they've really sort of seems like a few teams around there have sort of fallen away like the blackburns the prestons and i don't know if it's just this weird season where they just haven't really pushed on have they dave i think they just i think there's probably not a lot for them to, to play, play for, for now. But if you know you're not making the playoffs, I suppose is yeah. But you, you know, you mentioned about that game and when we watched that, you know, and on that evening you were like, Oh, don't you wish we were like Preston that didn't overly play really, really well but know how to grind championship yeah, results yeah. out. And then, you know, <laughs> we've learned a lot, Dave. Whole, they've they've you know, they've sort of taken the turn for the worse. So yeah, it's um I, I don't know. there's definitely points there, I think, and, and the way that we're playing and the way that the lads you know, the the, the mood in the camp's going to be so high now. And um, I think they're just feeding off the buzz. You know, even things like Twitter and stuff is, you know, any social media that they're reading is all positive and, you know, news and, you know, let's just be honest, we know they do. And all of the reports and stuff they're reading now will be really positive and that will just hopefully keep and, and carry them, them through to the end of the season. Yeah, definitely. And um, Andy, Dave talked a bit about the, the possible changes that might be made. Um, would you bring Godin and O'Hare back in or would you keep it the same? Um, good question, that. Um, I'd probably bring... I'd like to see Godin come back. I, I think Walker was off it. I didn't think he had a good game. Try, Godin, Barnsley. try Godin and Biami. Yeah, That'd try, be an interesting combo, yeah, wouldn't it? Godin, Godin and Max. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing them together. I thought Hamer played quite well. Um, I thought he came back and, and, and did pretty well. So, But I think between him and Cal O'Hare, maybe it depends what he wants to do because obviously Gus can, can play as a free, can't he? And if Cal's a bit more of a number 10, isn't he? Um, mm, interesting one. But no, I, I'd definitely like to see Godden and Max up front because I think Walker was poor last game. Yeah. And Andy, you said you reckon four points from the next <laughs> two games. Uh, yeah. Dave, what, what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, that or two. You know, I, I can definitely see us uh, drawing both uh, at worst, really. But um, I, I think, you know, the, these Stoke especially probably going to lie down. So, yeah, four points, be optimistic. And, uh, yeah, I think we can pick up four points and then that'll be it. Holidays. Yeah. Half days, book, book off lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'll grab some score predictions. We'll go for the Stoke game first. Dave? Going to go for a draw. Any particular draw? Oh, one sorry. One one. one, one. <laughs> Andy. Um. Yeah, I'm going to equal that. One one. Cool. Preston. Andy. Two nil win. Dave. Uh, one nil win. Yeah. Happy days. Yeah, we'll nice. we'll take that. Um, that's all we've got time for this evening. Thanks for joining me as always, chaps and listeners. Do check out our partners, Short and Horn, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as always, if you want to get involved with anything we've discussed in the show, all you need to do is use the hashtag SkyBluesExtraPodcast. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra Podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.